When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Okay, 539 left in the second quarter. Winnipeg leading BC 17-1 tonight. Earlier today, the Blue Jays lost 6-1 to the Orioles. We'll get a Riverhawks update uh, from the ballpark with their GM, Steve Hogle, before we sign off tonight. The scoreboard presented by Cougar Paint and Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. 780-496-0063 is the hotline. Presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, Pearl, the way we will go there now and bring in from the Edmonton Female Hockey Alliance, it is Amy Sky. Amy, it's Reed. How are you doing? Oh, sorry, Amy. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for making time for us tonight. I know it's been a very busy couple of days for you, and uh, and you're working hard tonight as well. So thanks for hopping on the show. First of all, give us the nuts and bolts of the Edmonton Female Hockey Alliance. Well, it's a very exciting time for female hockey in uh, the city of Edmonton. So Edmonton has well over a thousand female hockey players uh, who are currently sort of uh, spread around the city in different organizations. And this is the first initiative really that's going to unify them across the city. Okay, and how are you doing that? So we're uh, we're working with Hockey Edmonton. So we're we started as a committee of Hockey Edmonton, really to sort of uh, get a sense of what female hockey was like in the city and what needed to happen to make it better. And everybody on the committee agreed that that was really the model that we needed to go with. It's the same model that uh, Girls Hockey Calgary has. So they have a single citywide uh, female hockey organization. And so with the blessing of Hockey Edmonton, they've sort of allowed us to go as quickly or as as slowly as we want so we started this year with a slicing out of all of the U13 age players uh, so they'll come into the alliance this year along with a citywide premier tier 1 U9 and U11 team and then next year every athlete from U7 to U21 will fall into the alliance Oh wow okay so this this is really important and and I know there was an announcement yesterday I think the Oil Kings were involved so what kind of they support are you getting were. here so we've had incredible support. The Oil Kings and the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group uh, partnered with us to have the launch, and they were really fantastic. Uh, we were impressed at how many people were there, how many fans and friends were there, uh, but also how many media were there. Yeah, there was uh, an incredible amount of attention. Uh, and we also unveiled our first, so we unveiled our logos, which was super exciting. And we also announced our first corporate uh, partner and sponsor. So Local 488 uh, is a union that represents piping professionals, and they have given us $60,000 to outfit our players in jerseys this year and into next year. Um, so that's a huge dose of support into the Female Alliance. Yeah, I'll say. Okay, and, and just tell me a little bit about why this is important to you and why you're involved. Well, like many people get involved in sport, I'm involved because my daughter plays uh, the sport of hockey. But I got involved, you know, not just for her. When I was growing up, I didn't have the opportunity to play hockey. I would have loved to. 
Uh, and I think every kid, every girl should have the opportunity to play hockey uh, and to know what fun the sport is. So I think creating an organization that's really open and welcoming and is about developing players, getting them into the game, getting them to learn the game, but then also developing really fantastic talent that we can see go on to varsity programs, go on to colleges, universities, go on to national programs, be parts of provincial teams. That, to me, is a, a real win for female hockey. Okay, and uh, I, I, I know you're tight for time here, but let people know how they can find out more or if, if they have a daughter that wants to play or even if they want to sponsor, what can they do? Absolutely. So they can go to the Hockey Edmonton website and on the far right side, there will be a tab that's about the Female Hockey Alliance so they can find information there. Uh, they can follow any social media channels at official EFHA uh, and they'll find us all there. Uh, and we will probably in about two weeks time have our own website up that will be uh, separate from Hockey Edmonton and that will be uh, the Edmonton Female Hockey Alliance as well. So if they just follow those social media channels, we'll make sure that everybody's got all the information and we'll continue to announce everything but they can also find us on hockey edmonton's website okay amy thank you so much for taking the time to uh give us the update all the best with the edmonton female hockey alliance great initiative i'm sure we'll be talking down the road really appreciate well, thank it. thank you so much for your interest in female hockey right on that is amy sky checking in uh chair of the female hockey committee telling you about the edmonton female hockey alliance and uh really i believe she's in the middle of a meeting and took a few minutes to join us here at inside sports uh, so we really appreciate that and uh, that is something for sure that we will keep an eye on 780-496-0063 uh yeah a lot of talk today about the uh oilers adding jeff jackson as the ceo of hockey operations we've been playing clips and discussing that throughout the show uh kellen keep us updated or whatever else might be coming in tonight Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got a unknown text that has uh, come in that basically says this is a 900 IQ level move. This is a, a great move by the Oilers and the geniuses up top. Love it. Okay, good. I hope they're there. That's not a sarcastic message. <laughs> I think they mean it. I'm I not sure. Mean, I believe the highest possible IQ is 200, but still. 900 would be incredible. Yeah, that's like I'm galaxy go- brain I'm, at that I'm point, Googling highest possible IQ. Oh, no, it says there's uh, no maximum score. And I suppose, uh, you know, human IQ might be different than other forms of intelligence. Anyway. Yeah, it could be out of this world thinking. We don't know. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Anthony in the hat uh, texted in again here, and I just uh, follow up from what he's he had earlier. Uh, he asks, did you guys see this messy goal MLS posted today? Is this the equivalent of putting McDavid in the AHL and letting him tear it up? This guy looks like he's in another league. Well, he just was, LOL. Uh, not big on soccer, but very impressed with the clips of Messi I'm seeing today. Uh, I saw, I don't know if I saw the latest goal. I saw the one he scored, I think, in his first match. I haven't yet. So. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty spectacular. But, yes, obviously he is, uh, is he too good for that league, even though he's 36? He's pretty good. He's pretty mm. good. Might, might, might still, still have pretty, a little bit of gas still pretty in good. the tank. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, yeah, and you know what? The uh, other ones I have here are actually pertaining to the Elks. Reeves. Yeah, we can hit a couple. Sure. Why yeah, not? for sure. Okay, excellent. Uh, we've got uh, Doug in a rug. 
this one's actually pertaining to CFL in general. It says, Reed, looking forward to watching BC and Winnipeg go toe-to-toe tonight. Definitely the big boys of the CFL. Too bad the Elks have so far to go to get to that level. Who do you think will start at quarterback next week? That's Doug and Rook. Yeah, that's a good question. I like Personally, I would lean towards Daigie. I, I know when Morley talked on Monday, he gave the prediction of Trey Ford. Ford did start, uh, I guess, what, three games last year that we got hurt early in one. Uh, he does have a little more CFL experience and Canadian football experience than Daigie. I think Daigie's a better passer. I think both guys are going to play. And maybe the story now for the Elks the rest of the season, or at least in the short term, isn't who starts but who finishes. We could see a scenario where both guys get on the field, they put one guy in for a change of pace from the other guy. I, I really think that's what we're – I mean, at this point, the Elks can try almost – I mean, put your dog at quarterback. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best user Everybody's names I've seen. Everybody's not thinking if their dog could play quarterback. Well, then People are it, like, hmm, I wonder if old Rex could play. It definitely wouldn't be at halftime. We remember when they brought in the Super Dogs all the time. They had, like, by the way, I, was it the last game? I think it was Saturday's game. They had Corgi races at halftime. Nice. And a couple of the Corgis did not perform well. <laughs> Certainly not to my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> the, the corgis were having an like, off night. A couple of saying? them just stopped running. They went about five yards and then turned around. They oh, that's just, not good. They just thought, ah, that's too far to go. I think it was only 30 yards. They just turned around. No, the start line's closer than the finish line. I'm good. Well, hey, what might be 30 yards to us must be like 3,000 feet to them. Because well, well so we have to, to respect the, the short-legged Small. corgi. Yes. That's, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the best usernames I've seen in a while uh, text in uh, Warren Moon's Cookie Monster okay <laughs> text in Warren Moon's Cookie so Jer- it was a store we, we interviewed Warren about that we did, in November yeah. Yeah. it used to be actually uh, over on the north side I did North-Gate the show Mall. for West Edmonton Mall for the Oilers autograph signing mm-hmm. Warren came on and we and he might have a store somewhere else in Edmonton did Londonderry have one? Oh, maybe I, I, re- I remember my folks talking about the one at Northgate, though. All the well, time. maybe it was Northgate North and Westhead. the time, I should say. But there we go. Uh, he, well, Warren Moon's Cookie Monster says, uh, Jarius Jackson says he wants to call more throws down the field. The problem is the offensive line doesn't give the QB enough time to make the throw. I do think the offense will benefit from a new quarterback, but there are still some serious personnel issues. Well, there are, and yes, I think maybe a lot of the attention now is, and look, the quarterback issue is not solved. Hopefully Jackson changes the approach at least a little bit. They do get the ball downfield a little more. The offensive line has been subpar for sure. They haven't generated a running game. And as poorly as Cornelius played, there were a lot of plays in which he didn't have a lot of time to get the ball off, and that hurts pushing the ball down the field as well. Having said that, I'm glad the Elks changed something. They, they just couldn't keep going with the exact same personnel and the exact same play caller. So they're changing the quarterback, at least for the time being. And then, I, I mean, here's, here's the thing, everybody. It's not out of the realm of possibility Cornelius starts more games before now and the end of the season. At the moment, he's the third-string guy and the short yardage guy. But we'll see how Ford and Dakey do. But perhaps now there will be a little more uh, dissecting of the offensive line because a couple other areas have been changed. One from BK uh, text again saying that they are calling their shot, Reed Wilkins. They are saying the Elks will lose to Winnipeg next week, but then rattle off free straight starting against Hamilton the week after. Well, again, the frustration with the Elks is they have lost to some pretty poor teams. 
And uh, I think even Milk Stiegel referenced that the other night. We were lucky enough to have him on the show, and he said they're they're kind of three or four teams. I mean, you got the the top three: BC, Winnipeg, and Toronto. Whatever order you want to put them, it gets mediocre or poor pretty quickly after that. Saskatchewan's not good; they've lost to them. Hamilton's not good; they've lost to them. Ottawa, I know they had a couple of exciting wins. Then they lost to Hamilton. Maybe not that they're they're not that good either. Uh, Calgary appears to be quite mediocre this season. I know they've scored points in a couple of games. But yes, after Winnipeg, it's Ottawa. uh, Sorry, it's Hamilton, Ottawa, two Calgary games, and then Saskatchewan. Mm -hmm. Getting something in that five-game stretch will probably be the Elks' best chance to win a game this season. And as I've repeatedly stated, I'm not talking about multiple wins until they win one. Until they win a game. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. We will uh, go to the ballpark. Steve Hogle from the Riverhawks coming up next. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Well, I'm so excited about this. 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous teaming up with the Edmonton Riverhawks for their game tomorrow. It's Christmas Comes Early, the game at 7 o'clock tomorrow at REMAX Field. And uh, an initiative that uh, hopes to bring the spirit of giving and joy to children in need. So if you're going to the Riverhawks game tomorrow, you're encouraged to participate by bringing new unwrapped toys to fill the Riverhawks birdcage. All donations go directly to 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous. And for each donation made... You get an entry into a draw for an exclusive Riverhawks prize pack. Uh, Santa Claus and the Grinch are going to be there, and they will sing the national anthem before the game. And Mrs. Claus will be offering festive airbrush tattoos. That is uh, that is intense. Do we have Steve on the line? Let's try this again. Uh, Steve Hogles, the GM of the Riverhawks. I, I, what's going on at the game right now, first of all, Steve? Well, uh, we are shelling the Port Angeles lefties, scoring three at the bottom of the first, three in the bottom of the second, six rip right now in the third. Okay. So it's a drop-dead gorgeous night here in the River Valley. Beautiful. Good start. Good start to that game. And I was just saying we got the big uh, team up tomorrow with you guys at 630 Chet Santos Anonymous. I I mean, you're a a lifelong Edmontonian, and you know what 630 Chet Santos Anonymous means. How how cool is this for the Riverhawks and Santos to team up? Oh, my goodness. Like, we got into uh, the spirit with them last year on our first go-round, and we're just taking it to a new level here uh, tomorrow night. And uh, we just ran a video of Santa on the board promoting the game, but it's going to be so, so much fun. All the things that you mentioned, and then uh, our Tellus Falls jerseys are going to be up for auction with proceeds going towards Santa's, and those jerseys have been unbelievably popular. I've, I've seen the pictures. I've heard a lot of chatter. <laughs> Whose idea was that to, to put the Tellus Falls on a jersey? 
the uh, you know it was a collective uh, decision down here. Nobody's got a monopoly on great ideas, uh, but we thought you know what is so Edmontonian uh, that everybody knows and can be a little bit polarizing. Uh, but we we unveiled them in the latter half of April Fool's Day afternoon when jokes are supposed to end at noon. So it's sort of vague in terms of are we serious or not. We've worn them for about five games. People have absolutely loved them, uh, and they go up for auction tomorrow night. And uh, we think it's going to be some serious bidding, and people have been asking us all year long, when can I get my hands on one? So Friday night tonight. Uh, you know, some some good weather tonight, obviously. Hey, hey we know it's uh, Edmonton in the summer, so sometimes you get a brave storm or whatever. But for the most part, have you guys been pretty lucky with the weather? We've been really, really lucky. We've got, you know, this $2.5 million we put into the facility down here. That includes an artificial turf infield, which drains like nobody's business. So it can rain all day, and we'll play that night. So uh, that's the most obvious thing that you can see down here in terms of the improvements, that and the giant scoreboard. So, uh, But it allows us to get 99% of the games in. We did have one rain out uh, in two seasons, so... Uh, Oh, we're looking pretty good. Uh, you know, the, the fan response has been very solid. I, I hear a lot of great uh, stories from people going to games. Cam Moon, obviously, is a, <laughs> a regular attendee. I, I know you and Randy Gregg and the whole crew had ha- had big plans for getting people down there. Have you exceeded your own expectations in any way? Yeah, I, you know, like, I mean, you always sort of reset the bar. But, I mean, the response has been unbelievable, and we're so humbled and you know, it, it's like your radio show. You push out something that you think is cool and engaging, uh, but your listeners and our fans are the ultimate judges, and they've overwhelmingly said it's really fun and it's really affordable. And, uh, you know, I, I just am so grateful to have the opportunity to stage 27 parties on uh, the best land in Edmonton to build community. That's what we do at the end of the day. And I tell people, you know, this has been a gathering ground for thousands of years dating back to the indigenous peoples before us. But that's what it is today. People gathering, coming down, having a beer, having some laughs at the stuff we do on the field and watching some great ball. Uh, so this is the final homestand this weekend for you. As you mentioned, there's a game in progress right now. The Santa's game tomorrow, uh, Saturday night, and a, and a Sunday matinee. Anything else special going on for this weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, there's 27 parties, and each one's got a distinct theme. So Saturday night, we come back with Global TV for superheroes. Kids dressed as superheroes get in free, and we're going to have some uh, a big Batman and Superman and all sorts of things. And then we honor the real-life superheroes, the healthcare workers on the front line. So nurses, doctors, and uh, uh, the healthcare workers on the front lines all receive a complimentary admission, uh, 50% off for a guest for them. Uh, we just want to thank them for all that they do for us day in, day out. And then we come back with Fan Appreciation Day with Remax on the Sunday and uh, we've got a great party planned. We're going to give away tons of prizes, uh, some high-end prizes, some cookie prizes like a bus sign, uh, but a ton of fun, and then a concert after the game, and uh, we've got all sorts of things for the kids, from bouncy castles to hot air balloons and uh, a whole lot more. Okay, so Saturday, kids uh, dressed as superheroes get there. What if an adult showed up dressed as a superhero? Like well, a you know, host? probably enter into negotiations at the box <laughs> office. But we're pretty, we're pretty chill down here, you know. We're a pretty easygoing group. And, you know, I think uh, people love that vibe. And uh, like I say, we're, we're in the gorgeous River Valley having fun. And uh, I think uh, everybody seems to have a good time down here. Uh, Steve, just in the final 40 seconds here, but are most of the tickets 
walk up or people buying packs or season tickets in advance? Yeah. How has it worked? Yeah, you betcha. All our premium areas are pretty well sold out. There might be uh, the odd seat here or there, but if you're coming down uh, with any significant number from from four on up, uh, it'll be into the grandstand. So we just really encourage people to get down here early. We, we you know, our Achilles heel is parking. Uh, we try to scratch and claw for every stall we can find, uh, but it is a challenge. So, so we encourage other modes of transportation and uh, getting here early. All right, Steve, thanks for doing this, especially mid-game. We'll see you around, oh, man. Good. Great job with the oh, Riverhawks. Thanks, Reed. Okay, take care. Right on. Steve Hogles, the GM of the Edmonton Riverhawks, uh, out to a 6 nothing lead tonight. Santa's anonymous game tomorrow, so bring a donation if you're going to Remax Field. And then Saturday at 7, uh, Superhero Night, Fan Appreciation Day, Sunday afternoon at 1. It is 24-4, Winnipeg leading BC, with 16 seconds left in the first half. Blue Jays lost this afternoon 6-1 to the Orioles. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. I'm back with uh, Inside Sports from 6 to 8 to take you into the long weekend. Dave Campbell is the producer of the show. He's enjoying some time off. And Kellen Kennedy is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.